Mickey. One of the uh, great days in Australian sporting history, not just Australian soccer history again. It went the full length this morning. Got up nice and early, 4 a.m. Ooh, bleary-eyed, little coffee. Watch the first half. All right, something will happen in the second half. Aussies kept pushing. Sneaky post for an extra time all the way to penalties with momentum shifts. An epic morning, and uh, Luke Wilkshire was watching all the action. Channel 10 and Paramount Plus's coverage. Uh, great as always, and he joins us. Big day, big morning for you. We appreciate it, Luke. Where does this rate for you in terms of Socceroos moments? John Aloisi putting us through in uh, 2005. That's right up there, but this has got to be a close second, in my professional opinion. Yeah, I think so. Look, it's, um, it's, it's been one hell of a journey. I think it's been uh, you know, a long road to qualifying. There's a lot of doubts, a lot of question marks. Um, you know, and look, the boys have performed on the night when they when they needed to. I think it was a, one of our better performances um, over the recent months. And, you know, and then obviously Arnie with his big calls coming through. Yeah, they looked on. They really did. And, I mean, they, they sort of lacked some polish towards towards the when they would shoot, but they definitely had the more opportunities and could have easily scored and, and wrapped it up before the full-time whistle. And uh, Peruvians, well, they had their, their big chance. I guess biggest chance of the game was that poster towards the end of the yeah. uh, extra time. Then going uh, behind in the penalty shootout and then coming back around and, and sort of putting the pressure on. As someone who'd be taking a penalty, what would the Peruvians be feeling with the great M. Night Shyamalan twist of getting in uh, Andrew Redmayne as the specialist goalkeeper, subbing him off, and then what does that do for a striker's psyche or a penalty taker's going, hang on, would they have planned for that? Would they have talked about these scenarios, or is it rare enough to have put the Peruvians off a bit? No, people look to do those sorts of things. Look, for, for me, personally, when you're a player, you, you know, you take the penalty, you concentrate on what you do, not mm. the goalkeeper. Mm. Um you know, but look, I think overall the Socceroos, you know, should have probably won the game, deserved to win the game um, in 90 minutes. You know, obviously they, they had a chance at the post, but all in all, I thought we were the better team and deserved to go through. And then, like I said, for, for Arnie to, to make that big decision to take off Matty Ryan, who's been our best probably in qualifying and our captain, to put on Redmayne for penalties, um, and it come off. You know, th- those are decisions you, you make. He's in charge to make those decisions, and you've got to live by him, and, and he's got he's to own it. And I'll full credit to him for that. Yeah, it would, well, it would have been an empty feeling, I, I feel, if Peru did make it through after, what, four consecutive World Cups. We've almost grown accustomed, although it's not our number one sport and we're not right up there with the top nations in the world. We've almost come to expect that from the Socceroos. These guys keep coming through and it's a new team every four years, but it's got to that stage and full credit to the players over the years like yourselves. That, that is the expectation now and it would have been quite a disappointment this morning had it gone the other way. Yeah, it would have, and, and like I say, but you know, to say it's expected, it's, it's not easy to qualify for World Cup, no. and you know, you can't take that for granted. And, you know, the the road they've had to travel to to get there, it's not easy, and there's been a lot of adversity and and challenges, especially with the COVID. Mm. Um, so look, it's full credit to the squad, to Arnie and, and all the staff, the FA. Um, you know, it's a now an opportunity for everyone in Australia again to get behind the Socceroos uh, for this World Cup. I almost like it a bit better when they host the World Cups in different time zones. For me, there's something special about getting up in the middle of the night or getting up early and chucking it on. It's all dark and people aren't awake yet. So I think it's going to make it all that more special. Um, we know that Tunisia, France and Denmark are the three teams that Australia are going to have to play in the group stages. Look, it's no group of death, but it's no cakewalk either. How do you think they'll go? Yeah, well, you can't expect a, a walk in the park when you go into a World yeah. Cup. Every, every, every team's earned the right to be there. They're the best teams in the world. Um, but look, it, it's a good group. Um, you know, we, we should have that mentality of not to fear anyone. You know, like I said, the things that we've gone through to qualify, uh, to beat Peru, who are ranked 22 in the world, um, there's nothing for us to fear, and I'm sure we're going to go there and have a good crack.
Peruvians will be fizzing this morning. They will not be happy. Um, and well, great to chat football, by the way. I've, I've had the shy guy in all, all, all morning, Luke, and he was very disinterested in the footage. And then come the, the golden moment, I actually had a pre-recorded chat with Boost Juice founder Janine Alice. Uh, so I'm going to have to watch the replay on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Just those final pens, but I have seen yeah. the replays. It's great to chat some football. Uh, thanks, Luke Wilkshire. Uh, what a great day it is. Thanks for joining us. Well, that's a wrap for Maz and Lakey. But you can catch any moment from the show anytime you like. Download our free listener app, then search for Maz and Lakey. Follow us and you get anything you missed and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Maz and Lakey.